ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. Hit us. I'm gonna hit record because that's actually a really good topic, right? Since we're okay. since we're bullshitting, I don't want to miss too much time here. Me and you'll get going, and we'll be two hours in before I hit record. So, <laughs> talking to my buddy Freddie Low, Freddie Lopez, game changer calls. Um, my good friend Freddie Lopez. So I just wanted to get on and bullshit with you, man. We haven't, you know, I want to catch up. I know GC is moving, moving along, and. Um, well, we've been shooting the shit for, I don't know, 20 minutes now. And you started talking and, and it, you know, talking business stuff. Um, so the one thing that made me hit record outside of us scheduling a podcast episode <laughs> is, is what you just said. Right. And and on the business side, right, the entrepreneurial side um, and trying to build businesses in this in this industry uh, amongst our demographic. Right. And, and generally speaking, it's something that I think most of us do because we love it. Right. We come up with something or we find some way to benefit our hunt or our pursuit. And yeah. it just spawns from there. Right. It's it's a passion driven thing all the way around. But then you yeah. said, you know, you, you're doing a shoot with uh, with G4 Archery guys. Um, and it's about what you said is it's about helping each other out, right? About holding mm-hmm. each other up um, and growing each other. So I'm going to let you mm-hmm. now that we got everyone caught up to our conversation, I'm going to let you continue <laughs> with your thought if you uh, haven't shit it out. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, uh, this dude, Jason here is he is the owner he doesn't do anything the cheap way. He'll go all out or not at all. He has to believe in the thing he's doing. And when he believes in it, he just goes. 
So he hits me up. He's like, hey, let's, I'm going to do a magazine shoot, blah, blah, blah. Oregon Hunters is magazine. And I'm like, oh, well, good. It's like, listen, just need you to do this. Let's just, and of course, when you're talking to buddies, the conversation goes differently, right? <laughs> and, and, you know, he, so I, I agreed to this thing. And it was the coolest thing, you know. I mean, he, he, we, we have a very good friendship, but during the shoot, it just becomes a completely different dynamic, right? And the first try, it didn't go so hot just because, you know, we didn't know the, the setting wasn't the right time, the right place, blah, blah. Went to the second shoot. It's like, hey, listen, Friday or whenever after work, I'll meet you. Let's go up to the mountain. We had uh, Jason Cole was a photographer, actually. Um, his wife, Jessica, came and it's like, we're just going to do this. This is business professional, blah, blah. So, of course, you know, I, I believe it or not, I'm kind of a shy dude. Well, for, for those that that don't uh, that don't hang with you, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it. I mean, I mean, I mean, even even this was like little. I told you, yeah. Here we go. I gotta prime myself up for this because I I can't just do it. <laughs> and by this prime, you mean a glass of whiskey? And so, and, and, and so we did with the shooting things. And of course, all kinds of jokes are flying everywhere. But he's like, listen, dude, we have high-end deals. You know, he's bringing in all kinds of brands into his shop and he's trying to promote and he's promoting his shop, obviously. But it's like, it, it's a win-win. You know, we get to show showcase your call. We'll get to, you know, the GC. I'm, I'm doing a custom call for him and, and a GC hauler for him and all that. And, and it, and that's what we're talking about. It's just that whole, you know, it's not about hanging with the cool kids, at least not to me and certainly not for this guy, but it's about, you know, that group of friends that you go, these are cool people that are in it for the right reasons. It's just pr promote and support local businesses, small businesses, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's such a circle when you have the big name, it, it, I'm sure it's hard for these companies and these names to say, Hey, I'm going to support you here or there or the other. And even those companies, they're, they're so cool to you, but to some extent, but there's a level of, okay, I can't cross that line because if you do, if I do, then I have to do it for everyone. Right. That, right? And that's the problem, right? Cause everybody has a freaking handout. That's it. That's it. And, and I'm not much of a, Hey, I'm going to, piggyback on your success and your name and your brand. And I, I've been very blessed that way that the people that I've met, they're like, Hey, this is cool. I'm, I'm fine. He, he, he. Sometimes they call me, you're a nice guy, <laughs> but, but it's, it, it's that other aspect of, of just really, truly, truly having a, a heart for that, that support group. Mm -hmm. that we, we try to, to create, you know, I mean, somehow you and I kind of connected for instance, right? And somehow we just kind of spoke the same language and the same deal. Uh, obviously you have the, the, not to be sinful, but you have the godly voice, you know? I mean, honestly, you have, you have a cool voice. I don't have that. I mean, I sound like, eh, you know, I'm not talking <laughs> and I'm stumbling with words and things like that. And, and so, but I don't have that gift. And, and to me, you know, put me in front of a classroom. I can handle that any, 
all day, you know, that is, but it's a different gig. This is out of my comfort zone. Just like the call industry, you know, I mean, it's cool. I can call, well, kind of call, but it's a different game. And when I'm in my circle with my buddies and things, yeah, we can, we can handle all that together. But when it comes to all of a sudden it gets serious and stuff, I'm like, oh, but on the spot, but the, on the spot, but on, but the support system comes from your surroundings, right? The group of people that are like, Hey, you know what? I kind of believe in this or I, heck yeah, I'm going to buy into that. I'm going to, I'm in kind of thing. And, and that kind of goes back to that circle of like, okay, we got this. Yeah. And it's, it together. sometimes it's, it's less about the thing and more about the person or the people behind the thing. Right. I, I mean, That's you're it. not going to, you're not going to let your person or your people roll with a thing that ain't really a good thing. <laughs> so, so it that, makes it that, easier. That right. Right. If, if the thing is good, you know, we talk about like the GC just, you know, to use that as an example, it's easy. Right. If, if the GC mm-hmm. was, was junk, um, if it didn't, say or do what you say it was supposed to do then then yeah that that support's probably going to be limited or you'd be making some improvements um but again right. that comes yeah. from and that opinion or the, that input would come from those people that are supporting you and that's a big deal man to have that uh to have that network um yeah and it's yeah. it's actually really nice to see in in our demographic in our industry because of all the negativity and all the bashing mm-hmm. and all the you know the ugliness that we see in it unfortunately well and that's it i mean you don't have to be endorsed but you can be endorsed it sounds almost like a like a TikTok thing right Tell me you're endorsed without telling me you're endorsed. Well, I mean, the truth, the truth is, I mean, we, we don't have to have a big label company that says, hey, I, I'm running with this and that and the other. But yet, if if a buddy comes along or a person or a company comes along and says, hey, it is cool. I don't mind piggybacking or supporting it or, hey, let's let's see if we can use this here or there, you know, to to, to and I'm trying not to use names, obviously, but you know, I talk about that networking in the group that you kind of hang out with or connect with. They're so valuable, mm-hmm. right? Heck yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> you said it, sorry. You said it, right? You don't have to be endorsed to be endorsed. And, and immediately it took yeah. me back to going out to Ron's place, you know, a week or so ago mm-hmm. out in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are, well, I had one winner for that giveaway that we did. Right. But then right. I go out there and everybody from that was involved in that giveaway in some way, shape or form, whether it was on the lives or what decided, Hey, this is worth Ron's class to pay for. And because of, you know, I don't want to say because of, but with Western contours, you know, right. and, and that, that is the endorsement, right? And and being able to call you and say, hey, bro, uh, I want a pink GC. I don't really want a pink GC, but, you know, I'm endorsed. You're welcome. I, I got, welcome. I'm on the bro staff and get, I get pink. Um, but but those are the endorsements you want, right? Um, that's that's where it matters, man. That's the biggest deal, right, is, is to have that support system and that network and, you know, however you look at it. That's the endorsements. That's where the value is. Ultimately, that's where it's at. You know, it, and honestly, I, I know 
the monetary figure, the mon- the money figure, the the monetary value has a big carry, right? I mean, to to, to be honest and to to be transparent, but there's something something more valuable about about what you just said, you know. Yeah, you, you don't have to sign the big contract or the big check and things like that, or get the big check to feel that. But it's, I tell you what, man, it's just as valuable, if not more important, when you have that feeling of, hey, this guy believed in me, this guy is pushing, this guy is, it's, it's you know, uh, in the industry, there's a lot of ambassador kind of type mentality, right, the verbiage. But it's it's almost like when it's genuine and, and and you go, hey, I'll run with that because I one, I believe in it. Two, it's it's good. Three, it not only the the product is good or, or, or it does what it's supposed to do, but the person behind that brand is legit and it's it's almost almost more valuable. Yeah, the money, the money is 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 the driver. But I tell you what, dude. When, when, when you have, when you have that buy-in, it, it, it just kind of grows from there. From, yeah. And, 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 and it, the money part of it, right, is because you want to see return on that investment, be it time or whatever, right? I mean, it's not, yeah, yeah. it's, and it's not, again, it is a driver, but it's not the, when you get into it, it's not the primary that you're looking for, right? You want that, you want the ROI, but you're like, man, that's, you know, this guy's using it or man, I'm, you know, man, I'm so happy that that guy's in the field with it, you know, or you're yeah. in, if, especially at least for me, like with the, with the pack flies, right. And the, and the binder flies that, that is increasing someone's time in the woods, right? If, yeah. if it's snowing, if it's, it's raining, right. It, it's, you're like, man, Hey, thank you for trusting me. Yeah. And, and what yeah, I'm exactly. providing and I'm glad I'm honored, not glad I'm honored to be out in the woods with you. And it's like, man, that's bitching. That guy has me out there. And it doesn't, doesn't have to be a super slayer. Doesn't have to be the elk killing master. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's a good dude. And I'm out there with him in, in my it, little way, right? Be it with a GC or a bino fly that weighs, you know, uh, under an n- ounce. Nothing. Right. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that, that feeling right there is pretty freaking stellar, dude. Oh. It, it, it actually, you know, when you said that, it reminded me of Bobby. Bobby is the guy that does all my decals and stuff. And I tell you what, you know, there, there's there are guys that you go, okay, this guy is solid. This guy, when I say he's solid, he's solid, right? And uh, he he and I have spent hours, hours designing logos, blah, blah, blah. And he's the one that helped me come up with the logo, right? For the GC. And to this day, and it's been a couple of years now, to this day, I mean, the guy rocks a GC hoodie, whatever, hat, shirts, whatever. And, and it's like, you know, Freddie, it, it's so cool. And it just, just kind of gives him one of these, like, what? It's just weird to see the GC being sold, and he's and, you know he spent a lot of he spends a lot of time with G four as well, uh, and, and he's like it's just it's almost weird to see it's like my buddy designed that, I helped him come up with the logo, and we 
you know, I, I, I do the decals for him, blah, blah, blah. But it goes back to what you were saying. It's just like, huh, it's cool to see, even from through a different lens, like your the guy that does your decals or your friend, he's a good friend of mine, but he's like, hey, this thing is being sold, legitimately being sold, you know? Uh, and it goes back to what you were saying. It's, it's a, such a unique feeling. And I mean, do, did I expect this? No. This was supposed to be just a little hobby. It's still a little hobby, given the fact that, you know, my profession is completely the opposite of the hunting industry, right? There's some education pieces to it, but not extreme, not to that extent. And so... <laughs> It's just kind of cool when when you hear from your buddies go, you know, I can't believe I tell people, yeah, that's my friend. Like my friends, my very good friend Mike, his son is like, oh yeah, that's that's friend, that's my that's my dad's very best friend, blah 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 blah. I mean, even his son who's 16, 17, he's talking about it. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, and you're helping things. and you're helping his business at the same time. Right. I mean, that yeah. that's it's, it's, so it's like, you know, I'm going to go back to my pack fly because that's my relationship to it. Um, that the the folks that do my my vinyl transfers, I was their first mm-hmm. customer. For all I know, I might be one of three. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ordered a bunch mm-hmm. of them, man. And uh, it, it makes you feel good. Right. You're helping someone else whether it's a dream or a passion or just a side gig or whatever it is for them, you're helping them pursue that too. And it, and it's super cool, especially when, when someone's delivering on their promise, you know what I mean? It, it's just something valuable about that, man. Yeah. It, it's it's a just small a business community. Yeah. It's just, I, I dig yeah. it. I dig it. You know, and, and I don't yeah. want, you don't want to take credit for any of it, but it's like, man, that, that's cool. You know, and I'm not taking anything. They, do their thing but it's nice yeah. to see you're able to take your little idea and incorporate their idea and grow you and whoever else you know along the way it's pretty pretty bitching in my opinion I, i've been well, digging that yeah it's you take their area of expertise and whatever area of expertise you just gained or you have had for a while and then all of a sudden there's a one component two components and then before you know there's a third one and then it's just like you scaffold it and then all of a sudden you have a firm foundation and then you kind of develop it right and i think that's that's the beauty of it i you know i again i I think a lot of it has to do with with luck and you know count your blessings kind of mentality right i mean that's the truth um you know, a long time ago, I ran into a dude and I, I ran into another dude and this dude was like, and helped me develop this thing or, 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 or help me put it out there in a more educational sort of way. You know, I'm talking about Michael, for instance, right? Like without him, like, hey, he's the one who he, I want to say intellectually put it out in words that made sense because you know I don't want to use the word intellect, but (laughs) 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 he's going to love that. (laughs) No, I mean, we became good friends. Right. But, but I'm saying he, he just, he put it in a way that I wasn't able to at the time. Right. Because of my inexperience or it's not my, my, my area of expertise. And you have all of a sudden you have people that, 
have this expertise, you know, talk about that's the community building part of things. And all of a sudden, boom, before you know, you're meeting another person and then another person and all these people are like chipping in, right? They, they, they believe in that idea or, or, or concept. And all of a sudden you go, huh, huh, maybe this is a good thing. You know, in comes, you know, for instance, Steve, edible products, right? And I mean, it just, it's a, it's a, it evolved into something bigger before you know your network and you're talking to this person, that person, this person, you go, Oh, these things were not even crossing my mind at the time. So, so let's right? talk about that. This is actually, this is turning out to be pretty cool. Cause I thought we'd just be S talking the whole time. So <laughs> talk, talk about that a little bit where, where you have this idea, right? And now it's starting to pan out to be bigger than you had anticipated. But did it, does it change, does it change your vision of it, right? In terms of like now, before it was like, oh, I'm a dude sitting in this. And by the way, you know, well, everybody else can't see it. Maybe I'll share some of this video, but uh, sitting in this, you know, badass man cave um, locked in. And <laughs> now there's this sense of entrepreneurship that that comes along with it like hey man i started this like i did this and i thought you know a few guys would have it now it's you know i got people across the nation with it and you know guys are talking about it that are you know air quotes experts in the field how does that how does that look how does that picture has it changed anything in terms of of where you started it and and what the vision is down the line you know I, I, I'm a true believer in one to me is, is stay humble. Right. I mean, that's first and foremost. I, I have, I've said this before, probably said it to you several times, but to me is not only stay humble, but it's always been a hobby. It became, it, it, it became something that it was, you know, I mean, I, I think I told you how this GC came about, right. Whiskey. And, and, you know, I spent a little bit of time, but it was just the frustration of of some of these, you know, hunting tools that we use in the woods. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Right. I'm done. And, and, but I don't know. To me, I, and perhaps this is my, my weakness is that. I still want to view it and use it and see it as a hobby kind of thing. You know, I mean, I, I, I've been what, teaching for over 20 years now, right? Uh, I know I'm not going anywhere. That's going to be my, my, my retirement. Right. I mean, that I have, at this point it's like, what, what that's might as my well. thing. Right. Right. But, but when I think about it, I'm like, okay, yes, I have, I have learned a little bit more and I have, Grown this company a little bit more and network it, networked a little bit more and met more people. And, you know, there's other potentials coming up here in the near future. But my approach has not changed in terms of keeping it, I don't want to say humble because it, it, it just, I, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, there's, there's just, a, there's this stigma of, okay, you have to grow this or, uh, no, it, I want to keep it 
as a as a hobby. And yes, it continues to be a hobby. However, because of the time and energy and you know phone calls, emails, and all that comes with it, and I'm sure you're experiencing now with with your with your your you know your Western fly business that you're developing, right? All of a sudden I'm like, okay, now I have to get more serious. Now I'm getting requests from this person and that person to make custom like G4, for instance, or 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 there's an order for this store, or there's more and there's need, and then all of a sudden production has to do double double up. Right. And so before you know it, I'm like, I'm here at home. I'm I'm asking my support system at home, like, hey, listen, I, I need help. <laughs> Not only need help in, in terms of of production, right? Or putting it, I mean, I put all the calls together by hand individually, blah, blah, blah. And that's what makes it to be special or unique, right? It's no machine, it's all by hand. I mean, see these calluses? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but it all of a sudden, you know, packaging, decals, uh, you know, the back toppers, you name it, and it adds up, right? But the more this kind of grows, the more I'm realizing, I'm like, gosh, you know, and then there's the, the, the financial aspect of things. Well, guess who does that? This guy. I have no. I have no business doing this. I mean, honestly, and that's when, when all of a sudden you have to go, okay, is it really a hobby or is it, are you going to make it? And this is me talking to myself. So I says to myself, I says, self, <laughs> am I going to spend the time doing this? Am I going to be serious about it? Or are you going to half ass it kind of thing? Right. Is it worth and it? At some point. Right. And, and, and I know I can't just do it halfway, right? But at the same time, I know my limitations because of my commitments. You know, I have two kids, I work, you know, I have to be present, blah, 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 list goes on. And so that that's what makes it, that's what makes it tough to kind of take it to the next level. If I had, if I had the right support, one or two, the means to do it, it would be a different game, right? Because I mean, I think I mentioned to you, you know, I I, I want to develop a read or two or three. Uh, there's a tube in the works, you know, that type of thing. And these things will will come to fruition eventually. Yeah. But how fast do I go? How fast do I really want to make it happen? Or do I just kind of keep kind of babying this thing? And at some point this company cannot stay in the infantile stage, right? It has to, it has to grow and develop and, 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 and turn into something more than just this GC, right? And, and, and we're doing that, you know, with the GC hauler and things. And, um, you know, I, I, I did a, a cow call, which I'm still gonna continue. And eventually I'm gonna create my own line, right? But until I have the means and I have the time, the energy, and I'm not so devoted to my my, my real career kind of thing. What? So, is there a is there a level of fear of failure that 
limit you from stepping into the batter's box, so to speak, and just swinging for the fences? You know, that that's a fair question. I got to be honest with you, man. No. <laughs> and the reason is I have been very realistic, very, I don't want to say on point, but I keep it in perspective, right? I mean, and I'll be honest with you, this doesn't pay my bills. Heck, it doesn't pay me. You, send me, you send me too many a year to pay your bills. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, if, if, I, if I get track, which I do, but I, not on you, but if I kept track of all the things, donations and giveaways and things that I do and samples, gosh, no, no, no. There's no fear, only because, again, I have to keep things in perspective and go, okay, this is this is a hobby. This is this is what what provides me an opportunity to go out in the woods. I mean, let's be honest. How often do you? I mean, the exception of a few people out there, and, and, and there's many manufacturers and things. But how often, or how many people can say, "Hey, you know, I have this call. I came up with this call." And I'm using it on the field, like your 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 your, your Western Fly line, right? How often do people get to say, "Hey, I'm going to cover my my backpack or my bino with something that I made"? Yeah, right, right. And and, and to me, that 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 keeps me kind of grounded. I'm I'm not a big name guy or hey this or I know this or who and this and the other no I'm not I'm not like that you know that I sometimes when you when, when people ask me hey you know I talked to so and so I'm like huh like I kind of almost feel stupid because I'm kind of in the industry but you know they, they, they throw all these names I'm going uh, I can't keep up with my circle let alone <laughs> the circle that I'm not associated with or affiliated with or or whatever, you know, I met, I, I met some pretty amazing people. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not my style. It's not my cup of tea. And, and, and perhaps that's my downfall. Perhaps that's, that's my weakness. Maybe. I, I, I don't Could think I so. Get a little bit more? I will. I think there's some benefit in it. Right. And, and that's one of the things. And I think that's one of the reasons that you and I have always clicked is as there's not, there's not a bunch of uh, chest thump and there's not a bunch of ego and it's just you know you had you had an issue you were solving a problem you came up with this thing it's a done deal you use it and people like it they use it you dig it if they don't you move on um, and there's no ego involved so I don't think that there's anything wrong with that it's actually refreshing well, I think so at least in my opinion I mean I this is no disrespect to the big names I mean some of these people work so so very hard to earn their stripes, so to speak, right? Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, uh, but it's it's just not my cup of tea. I mean, I... Well, that's scalable on intent too, right? It, it, it's all about the intent. If that was their intent, um, was to develop, make, what, whatever, brand, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And then that was their intent was to go after that undertaking in order to make a living uh, in in this industry 
um, mm-hmm. and chasing something that, you know, it's all scalable to intent, in my opinion. Uh, there's guys that do it for a hobby that that blow up and it's like, oh, my God, you know. Um, and then there's, dude, I, there's stuff that you see and it's like, how isn't that a thousand times bigger than it is? Um, <laughs> well, uh, I, I kind of think it's obviously the power of marketing is huge. I have no skills. I mean, you've seen my yeah, social media some skills. Of the, some of the pictures you post are just god awful. <laughs> you know, I appreciate you saying that because you know, I, I I'll text you like, dude, what do you think? You're like, uh, no. <laughs> so, and you know, I I'll own that one hundred percent because I, I I hate social media. I I I I don't like it. I shouldn't say I hate it because it does provide a platform that that allows me to kind of draw attention to the GC and my line and the my concept network. Exactly. I mean, I met through, I mean, I, I, I met some pretty amazing people through social media, right? It's, it's Instacrack, I call it, but it, it's, it's Instagram and Facebook. I don't even attempt to do it because it is awful. I, I'll be the first one. To, I, I, I mean, I, I was just wish a happy birthday a couple of days ago. Right, and <laughs> it's funny. If he if, if he listens to this, he's gonna be like that son of a bleeper. So I get this text from Batiste, right? It's like, hey, buddy, happy birthday, man. I hope it's a great one. Whatever he said, <laughs> I was like, it's not my birthday. My instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. I saw what you. T- I saw that come up, and I was like, nah. <laughs> So, I mean, the, the people that I'm like fairly close to, they know September 8th is my birthday, write it down. Uh, but I, I couldn't burst his bubble. He's like, I, I love the dude, right? <laughs> you didn't run with it. <laughs> so uh, what I say is like, oh man, thank you so much, dude. He's like, I hope it's a good one. I'm like, yeah, la, 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 la. I get a text from Steve. He goes, is today your birthday? <laughs> Steve, from, Steve from Bendable, right? Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's my, it's my, one of my socials born on birthday. <laughs> and then I had to explain. I was like, well, no, it's not my birthday. It's just a random date that I chose when I created the Facebook account because my buddy goes, do you create a, a, a Facebook account? So I'm like, okay, what the hell does that mean? So I I did it and 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 to this day you know I mean this is a third or fourth birthday wish that I get from Batiste always I didn't burst his bubble and I hope he doesn't find out because I want to I want him to keep continue it going to wish me a birthday <laughs> in, on on June whatever it is uh, and then I got a couple of messages like happy birthday buddy and then I had to explain I'm like no it's not my birthday my birthday is in September. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I was, <laughs> I, get, I get this tag. So I texted Jason Cole, for instance, something, you know, I, I don't even know what it was and things. He's like, oh, by the way, happy birthday. I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I explained to him, well, this is, and it's like, well, so-and-so posted it. I think <laughs> this is going to come out eventually anyway. So G4 posted a, a Jess, Jessica, Jason's wife, posted uh, happy birthday to Freddie from Game Changer Calls, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was the sweetest gesture, right? 
I'm like, well, this is my fake birthday, and my wife is, is not even wishing me a birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're good man. there. Then I was. That's no, funny. It, it, so he's cracking up, and then um, so I explained. It turns out that he's got the same birthday that I do. What, like the real birthday or, in, or yeah, uh, the real birthday. Insta Facebook well, birthday. Okay. <laughs> I, told, I told Cole, I was like, well, that explains why you're a dick, dude. <laughs> and, and prior to that, Jason G4, Jason Harris and Jeff is like, hey, today, da da. And we just had this discussion. He goes, ready? I had a discussion with Jessica about this. And it's funny because I was laughing when she said, oh, it's for his birthday, blah, blah. And he's like, well, that's what Facebook says. <laughs> <laughs> that just tells you what Facebook is about. Yeah, it's a, uh, so I, you know, I More have mine. I have mine and I just, I just, there's that little slider button on Instagram. I just let Instagram deal with it. So if you go on your Instagram and it'll, as you're about to post, yeah, it'll ask you if you want to post to your other social feeds. So you just link your Facebook with your Instagram, right? And, and for our purpose, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. You just, it, you just show the same thing on Facebook as you're showing on Instagram, right? It's a, it's a exposure thing. It's a keep me in your mind type thing. So you can do that. Just, you know, toggle that thing over and it'll post to your Facebook buddy. (laughs) Well, I, yeah. Anyway, the more of the story is I, um, I did not turn, what is it, 40, I'll be 47, so no, no birthday. Yeah, look at this, dude, this is great. My dude. kids make fun of me, it's great, Man, I love it. Hey, so, uh, mine's increasing too, um, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I mean, you got me by 40 days, right? Um, fuck, 47, bro. <laughs> I know, like, dude. What the but- heck? But, but it, you know, I'm good with it. It actually, you know, that's, that's, it sounds cliche, right? It's, it's a perspective, right? If I, if, if you sit there and go, oh man, 40 is old, you know, blah, 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 blah. Dude, I don't mm-hmm. feel, I don't feel like I'm 46 years old. Right. And, and my mind is certainly when, when you and I talk, <laughs> there's issues, right. With maturity levels. Most folks would say in terms of yeah, being, you know, lot. pushing 47, bro. Um, a lot of them, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a perspective. I really believe that. Yeah. It's not like anything. I, you know, I, and I think it comes where, you know, perhaps your profession is the same way, but for me, it's like, I've been teaching the high school level for years and years and years. So I'm like, well, there's only one way to relate to these kids. And that's just to remain at that maturity level. (laughs) 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 And then, and then I come home and, you know, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you catch it. Yeah. It's funny that yeah. you say that cuz that's one of the things that I that I would preach to my kids as as they were coming up and you know, I would tell them like, yeah, you you know, I want you I want you to look at things not through a kid's eyes as, you know, as you get older in their teens, right? And I want you to look at them and and make adult-like decisions, but never and and it was, you know, my 
brain it's immature um and i'd say i but i don't want you to ever lose your kidness and they look at me kind of puzzled and it's like don't ever lose that right it's so important to hold on to that because if you get wrapped up in your nine to five grind and paying bills and focusing on all that yeah 46 47 is going to feel like 46 47 (laughs) (laughs) well it it, it goes back to what i tell my kids don't be in a hurry to grow up trust me right and that's and that's it but no i i I can't complain yeah i'm a little on the immature side but whatever you know when yeah but there's a time there's a time and a place right yeah i can i can turn it on turn it off depending on the environment i mean obviously with my profession i i i I, I, you know, I keep a straight line in things and I can't say the things that I would say to, to you or my circle of friends, but you know, we, we have the right to be human. Right. But, but th- th- things are good though, man. I can't, I can't complain. It, it's, it's growing, it's developing and it's kind of cool to see, to see it kind of come to, you know, the next phase of things. And, well, I mean, just in the last, I mean, how long have we known each other now? Two and a half years, almost three yeah, years. Yeah, right? Yeah. And to see, and to see the GC, to see the growth has been, has been great. Right. And, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to say well-deserved and, and, and yeah, it's a good product. It's all right. You know, things okay. But it does, <laughs> does a little bit. Oh, but, but it's really nice to see, you know, when, when you believe in the person again, right. And, and to see, you know, somebody that is a good person and watch that growth and watch that success, man, is a phenomenal, it's mm-hmm. a phenomenal thing to see it, you know, um, it's, you know, I see it. I'm like, man, I'm gonna just keep riding Freddie's nuts. Cause this dude is going places. <laughs> I'm staying on bro staff, baby. Keep sending them pinkies. Hey dude, I, I tell you what, I, I, I back today i was thinking okay i gotta come up with another clever way to just send you some gcs you know you you, you're a lifer right so you're gonna get your gcs one way or another but i gotta come up with something for you that you know i I thought about like a mermaid you know i like mermaids they're pretty cool I'm a qualified. I want to qualify it so people don't think i have my hand out this dude sends me stuff without me asking i get boxes of stuff like here you go buddy and i got pink this and yeah i don't have my hand out asking for mermaids or pink no no but but it just makes it entertaining but like i said you know the gc haulers i I received the custom ones that i made but i'm waiting for the the real not the real ones but the the regular no logo just gc and uh i'm like i in fact today i was on you know, taking out some stuff out of a box for, for the custom deal. And, and I'm going, okay, I got to come up with a better, a better decal. However, you know, if we want a Western Contour one with, on, on DC, it may come with like glittery or, yeah, I, or I don't know, something, buddy. But point is, the point I is. I want a bedazzled one, but I want like, like, pink sapphires or some mess. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Dude. I mean, I'm telling you, as long as it gets the job done, I mean, it's going to sound the same way. I want to light up the, the dark timber with it. <laughs> <laughs> the bedazzle, you know, the, you said you used to wear bedazzle. Uh, this is a true story. I, I, I had this 
vodka bottle. I don't know where I got it. Whatever. Anyway, so I, I got the end of it. You know, I mean, you can make a two out of just anything, right? And I sent a picture to Latisse. This is a true story. He was cracking up. He's like, dude, the bedazzler. Uh, this is a true story. I took the bedazzler out in the woods. I was out in desolation. Uh, I was with Steve, Jim from Bendable, and Eric, Eric Hernandez from uh, uh, Oregon, Yuli Hunters, Solitudes, right? And I had the, the bedazzler just rolling. And we were in tears, but we didn't know that Steve Dell was down below. And he kept calling. I kept calling. And I have Eric's wife just recording the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, the bedazzler became a thing. I still have it. That thing sounds solid. I'm telling you. What did you cut the ends off of it? So the bottom of the bottle. The, the, so this bottle is like like mirror. You know, but it's got dimples all over it, and I cut the bottom of it. So I left a little section about a quarter of an inch at the bottom, so it create back pressure. Right. <laughs> it was. That, you know, I actually, uh, I actually had it in a sleeve, like like camel sleeve, just for fun. And legit, it, it was legit. With it. Yeah. That that I says a lot. A couple of, hundreds. Yeah. Sounds sounds like back pressure might do something with a diaphragm in your mouth, right? It, it might do a little bit of something. And that's one of the things with a GC. I mean, and I've said it before, yeah. right? And let's, and, and I want to talk about that a little bit um, is, is how much it will clean up the sound of a diaphragm, right? The little whistle, the little vibration, all that stuff is just whisked away. That's it. That that is exactly it. I mean, think think about a bow, right? You put a stabilizer, you you know, you let go of that arrow, and all those vibrations kind of go and kind of kind of funnel into that stabilizer, right? And whatever dampeners we you have on your string and your limbs, blah blah. It's the same concept, right? It's it's you have two reeds, the primary and the secondary. The primary will create that pushes immediately right back. I mean, you only have an inch of that. And then out, it goes to the secondary and the secondary just, just resonates like crazy. That's it. And, and, and that is exactly what it's designed to do. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can't put it in any other words other than, hey, I tell you what, this, this thing just works. And it works. And the, the fascinating thing about it is it's it's less than four inches. <laughs> that can go so wrong. Dude, I'm, I'm leaving it. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it good, buddy. Because we're talking about we're talking about the game changer. <laughs> yeah. No, but but you know, in all honesty, I mean it, it's just something that it, it it's so cool. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about uh the GC and an external calcol. I tell you what, we discovered not long ago, recently, not long ago, about this potential pairing, right? And I'll just, I, I won't go into too much detail just to make sure they were all good, but pair that GC, put it on, a, on an external call. 
Oh my goodness. Cow calling like no other. So, okay. So there's a couple of things there. So I'm going to just hit on that one real quick. Right. And that I, I have an issue with external read cow calls. One, I, they, they, the vibration from the read on my lip, I can't do it. Right. It drives me crazy. So then my sound becomes very inconsistent one because that tickle on my lip. Don't, don't even do it. Um, I, I just can't, I can't do it. And I don't, they can be cleaner in, in, in their sound. Right. So I think coupling the GC with an external read, one, it's going to help folks with that, that have a diaphragm and, you know, a diaphragm issue or can't use mm-hmm. a gag reflex mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, it's going to help those guys out. And it's going to, man, I can't even imagine how it's going to clean up the sound of those externals. Um, you know, it, it, and you're hitting a lot of key components here. And, 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 and for the sake of just making sure that the conversation flows, right. Uh, one, yes, those, those people that can't use an internal, a mouth read or a diaphragm, you know, they, they, they kind of go towards that external thing. And like you said, you know, you don't like the way it sounds, you don't like the way it feels and things. Truth, uh, the truth is these external cow calls, not a lot of them sound realistic, right? Just like not a lot of the calls that we do through a mouth, uh, mouth read uh, diaphragm, they don't sound clean. I will say with every bit of certainty, when you pair with the GC, it just cleans it. It makes it natural. makes it sound realistic. Uh, it's one of the most realistic sounds you can make. How how okay. does it how does it work in terms of inflection? Right, it is is introducing because that, in my opinion, one of the issues with an external is you can't get the emotion right or voice inflection and things like mm-hmm. that with an external. Is there? I don't know how that would change it, but it seems like you could bring some of those, some of that inflection in because the GC is going to tone down some of the harmonics, if you will, um, that we don't want with an external. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always, the way I can, I can explain the GC, regardless of if you're using a, a, a mouth read, a, a diaphragm, um, or an external and you pair it, somehow you couple it, you couple it, right? You just kind of stick it to, uh, and I'll tell you, I, I posted a few videos from uh, Trent from Elkis Asses doing Havelina calling with it, right? But that's a different topic. The point is, is uh, the way I can explain the GC, it's, it's yeah, it amplifies your sound. 100%. It'll amplify it a lot more than, you know, the typical, you know, hand to the mouth, mew, 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 whatever you're doing, turkey calling, coyote calling, whatever. You pair that with the GC, and yes, it will amplify your sound two, three times. I promise. It, it, is, not a ga- it is not a gimmick. It is it's a proven fact. But most importantly, the way I look at it is it becomes not only like a like an uh, uh, an amp, 
you know, like a stereo type deal, but it becomes an equalizer. So not only amplifies your sound, but it just, like you said, it just cleans those things. And and Batiste nailed it right on the head. It just, it it, it cleans those imperfections. And we all have them. If you're one of those professional callers, and there's lots of them out there, so hopefully I'm hoping they use this GC for competition and stuff because of the realistics realistic cow sounds right but but it just cleans all those gross sounds that we all create i mean sometimes your mouth goes dry um sometimes it just gets tired sometimes you just over salivate or whatever i'll never forget this you know I, i we were in utah you were there we we had a booth you know, bendable product, game changer call. We're all in Utah and we had some of the Rocky Mountain, uh, Rocky Mountain calls, uh, game calls, pro staffers, you know, this, the, the staffers things. And I was, you know, doing a demo. Some guy wanted to buy a, a GC, you know, just showing him, blah, blah, blah. It just still happens that Batiste was right in front of me. My mouth was dead, dead. I, I don't know if it was dry, too much beer. I don't know. Whatever. And I, and I started cackling with it. And, he, and I knew the sound that I created. And he turns around. He was talking to some someone. I can't remember. And he stops, turns around, looks at me, and I said, I'm done. My mouth is done. <laughs> and that was probably the lowest time in, in my life because here I am, I'm demoing my own product, right? But so it's not going to make you a superhero to be, to be transparent, right? To be honest, but when you can tackle, when you can make a sound, it will clean that up. It will amplify it, but it will make you more realistic cow or or elk sound. It's not going to compete with the big tubes, which is why we're hopefully coming out with the big tube here. And and it wasn't meant to. And honestly, you know, now, over the last couple of years, what I've seen, but then even listening to podcasts and listening to some of the guys, Mm -hmm. um, Chris Rowe, for an example, right? Um, That dude believes in cow sounds. the last couple of years, dude, bulls weren't talking. They weren't talking, right? Cow sounds are getting, I, I hear it more and more. You know, guys are walking in the woods and using calf sounds or cow sounds um, or those those low audible noises that you could do through the GC. Um, I, I think right. you're on the you're on the precipice, if, if you ask me. I think that there's going to be a switch in, in thought process with it. And, and yeah, we're never going to get away from screaming bulls, right? That's that's some of the allure. That's some of the sex appeal. That's, of, the, that's the sexy part of, of it, yep. right? But in terms of getting out the woods and seeing success when you have so many folks chasing them and so many folks bugle after bugle after bugle dude last year me and the guys were walking up out of a out of a canyon and we come up to some camps and there's six seven people sitting around the campfire all with their tubes you know and it's an elk calling contest and it's like you're freaking hunting 
You know what I mean? You're, you're walking out of the woods right here. That's how they, they're hearing that. What are you doing? So I think educating. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that we are already in a switch, right? I mean, dude, Colorado has a lot of elk and those elk, they one bugle last year in season one one bugle right all season one bugle bro um the day before season they're they're piping off right and as soon as you get 10 trucks down the road silent you you don't hear a bull I, we heard glunks they would rake low audible stuff but you hear the cows mewing and chirping and very you know um and some of that's bulls right with those low yeah. audible sounds yeah um yeah i i think the value in it is going to increase and then if you look again like a guy like chris Rowe, listen to what that guy talks about right he's he's all about it i believe uh oh man joel turner he's another one um that that is really big on cow and calf sounds so i i think that there's a switch coming in my opinion right my humble opinion um I think there's a switch coming. I think it's wise of those guys, especially those, you know, those are seasoned dudes, man, in the elk woods. Uh, Chris Rowe is an absolute killer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not, he knows you, know, stuff. you know what I mean? So, so when yeah. you hear it and see it, it's like, Hey, you know, take notice, buddy. Um, this is what's going on. Not to say that the other stuff won't work, but there's value in, in that side of it. I think we're, we're, we'll see more of that. And I think the GC stands to, uh, to prove to a lot of a lot of folks that you know that's the way to go and then we're not even you brought it up sorry i'm gonna cut you off real quick you brought it up but i want to make sure we talk about it while we're talking all that so i could go in the elk woods with it right but coyote turkey the javelina thing blew me away when you said it um you want to talk about cleaning up a call you know turkey call through a gc you know, just to go back to what you were saying about uh, about the the vocalization and what's appealing to the actual elk in the woods and not the hunters. I mean, yeah, as hunters, we want to scream the loudest. Uh, we want to make the best chuckles, play the ball, blah, 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 right? But one, animals are becoming educated more and more. More hunters, more archery hunters, especially. Uh, two, um, obviously predators, right? Wolves are becoming more and more of a thing in, in, in certain states, in certain areas of the states. And so so that becomes things. I, 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 I counter you know, doing some cow calling or just a mild bugle, young bull bugles and things. I mean, I just had a, a buddy of mine, he, he shut up beautiful wolf 124 pound wolf he did some locating bugle just young bull and things the dude ended up shooting this wolf from his hip came in like that i'm talking he flung his big old bazooka shot from the hip 10 feet from what came in yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's another story. I'll tell you all about it, and, and hopefully, I can get this guy on, on the horn with you because it is a kill. And the dude is probably one of the best hunters I've met in my life. And and uh, but that that goes back to 
vocalization, right? And these bulls, and I've experienced it, and I was in Idaho, actually. Um, these bulls were responding very mildly. You can hear them talking. I had a few responses, but they were just not your typical vocalization that you get from it. Um, but it goes back to what you were saying, just less is more. And, you know, bulls do make some cow sound sometimes they're, they're pretty studious right they're pretty smart um uh but but yes I, I i mean i'm hoping you're right i'm hoping that all of a sudden people go hey you know what the gc is it's a thing because it's 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 new it's different and i think most importantly it's it's realistic Right. And, and that's that's kind of what I was hoping for. And that's kind of what I attained. I mean, whether you go through those small, the mouthpieces, which is what amplifies your sound more, or you flip the four inch thing around and all of a sudden you just muffle that whole presentation you try to create. And all of a sudden, you know, you're playing you're playing mind game right you're 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 playing this potential big bull uh, in a way that is thinking oh shoot now all of a sudden he's 100 200 yards behind me you know whether you're so a solo hunter which is ideal ideal for solo hunters but if 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 you're if you're one of those you know two or three hunters and you have one guy that is doing the calling step step back 60 70 yards you know that bull is going to hang that bull is always going to hang 50 60 70 yards from that spot where you call so when you step back and you have your shooter or two then all of a sudden you have options and and that's the you know truly that that is the versatility of it i mean how often do you turn around a big two you don't <laughs> You don't. That and that's been one of my struggles, man. Is is you know carrying the tube around, um, and 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 I always admit it, right? There's some ex- inexperience that comes with it. Um, you know, being out there by yourself or being out there and you're the only person that can call in the group. Uh, how do you how do you deal with it, yeah. right? And and you like you're saying, right? You're you're in a rock and a hard place, right? Well, I can't I can't rely on you or you to keep eyes on it i gotta keep visual plus i gotta call plus i gotta work them in right you're it's limiting so you can stand in that place turn your head a little bit put that gc up there and when you flip it around man it exaggeration Mm -hmm. right that sound is behind you 50 60 yards yeah right is is really how it ends up sounding when you flip that thing around Um, yeah so you know it's going to increase that odd and I got to be honest with you, man. That's that's one of the, the things. Like, we, we just had the Portland show not long ago. And and we saw quite a few of them, right? But, but that's the difference. It's, it's, it's one is the skeptics, right? We, we, we get caught up in this whole brand and name and thing. And I get it. I mean, these companies have developed such a name and such an image. And it's... The marketing, the 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 pictures, the nonstop, you know, the bombarding aspect of hey, calls, pictures, dead animals, blah blah. And I get it; they work. I'm not. Trust me. Without a read, 
the GC would not work, <laughs> right? But one of the things that I've, I've learned this year, year two or three, whatever it is, is that being able to showcase, being able to show, being able to amplify that sound, being able to flip it around and show the difference. And I, you know, there, there's that little slogan, if you will, hear the difference for the GC. It, it truly comes down to that. It's hear the difference. It's it's not only you're amplifying and you're cleaning and you're sounding realistic. I'm not talking the big screaming bull, chuckle, deep bass, blah, blah, blah. No, no, I can't. The GC will never compete with these big tubes ever. This I know, right? But when it comes to cow vocalization, hand versus GC, I promise that is the game changer part, right? That That's where that game comes from. Well, and also, not only that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. No, I was going to say not only that, but you flip it around and there you go. That is, it, it's, it's a different game. Mm. It really is. But you were going to say. I was going to say you can bugle through it, right? And, and in my opinion, yes. right, it, it's okay. If you have a herd bull tending his cows, chances are I don't care what you throw at him, right? It's going to be hard to pull him off the cows. Um, you're going to have to be right time, right place. I mean, things are going to have to align almost perfectly. But if I bugle through the GC and I have a nice four or five, you know, raghorn or a satellite, that satellite yeah. is likely to come in as I'm bugling through that because I'm going to sound like a punky little bull. And I have no problem sounding like a punky little bull if that means that I'm an arrow a nice especially a nice five i'm a sucker for a nice five well i'll tell you what dude i i i i know you just described exactly my my typical afternoon right i mean honestly it's i'm not only dealing with the the herd bull and the bull is not going to leave his girls we know that i mean that's that's just uh, the nature of the beast but usually we're on it's there's satellite bull here, satellite bull there, satellite bull here. I mean, I've had encounters where I'm entertaining the satellite bull, which is just as nice. This happens to be a little bit on the weaker side. You know, I had an instance where I had a, a nice, nice five screaming, raking things just would not come out to the shooting lane that I had chosen until he got sick of me for 45 minutes, left, turn around, drop down, look up, and then here's a herd bull with, you know, branches and shrubs hanging from one side with his cows screaming at me. And, you know, all of a sudden you bolt about 200 yards to the right, you cut him off and still screaming at you. I mean, I mean, but I'm going, what, what's wrong with the dead elk? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, honestly, that, that, that's what it comes down to, you know, granted. Yeah. We want the big bulls and I, I'm not a huge fan of, of shooting a small bull, but if it's a bull, 
uh, I'm okay with it. Right. And, and it comes down to what you really want. It's, it's not, to me, it's not about the trophy. It's about, it's about the experience more, more than anything. I yeah. Got I mean, you, a few things. Yeah. If you, if you can get that herd bull in there, more power to you by all means, yeah. don't pass on that. Don't pass on that five. I mean, my thing is I don't, you know, I'm, and, and maybe I'll change my thought this year, right? My thought process this year, but I, I'm not going to shoot anything less than a nice five. You know, we had raghorns yeah. last year and it was like, eh, um, but it's a decision we make, right? You, you got to be okay with walking out of the woods empty handed. Um, Knowing if, that you, you know, won't get an opportunity. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, yeah. yeah, because typically, you know, if you might have one good opportunity a season, you know, and if you yeah. let that SOB walk, man, uh, your heart is going to be heavy <laughs> yeah. when when season's over. It's like, oh, was that a right? Was that the right call? And that's okay, though. Right. I mean, honestly, it, it's it's one of those things. It's it's about the one it's about the experience and the memories and, and just just being out yeah it's great to have meat in the freezer i'm a big proponent of that but if it doesn't feel right don't do it it's just like i wouldn't take that 80 90 yard shot just because the bull is there and things and so many things could go wrong right is that and that that's just yeah, I mean, and that, but it goes, you know, that I was, who was I talking to? Jeff Moran. And he, you know, uh -huh. we, we talked and he took a 50 yard frontal and he was, people crucified him, right? But dude, the bull went 30 freaking feet from where he shot him. Um, so it, again, it boils down to the choice you're going to make. Uh, now, I'm not saying take a willy nilly shot because I don't want to get crucified. I'm saying if you are, if you're making a shot, you know you're going to make. Like I can. I'll shoot my targets all day at 80 yards and know that I'm going to put it exactly where it is. Right. No, smaller than that, buddy. Um, and I was giving you a window. Okay. There. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm posting that one. <laughs> you know, those dots on the target are what? Maybe a two inch dot. Right. I want to hit yeah, the center yeah, of that there. two inch dot, you know, at 80 yards. That that's my goal. Cause I, I mean, if you look at what we hunt here at home, you know, we're drawing on animals at 80 to 118 yeah. yards. So it, it's and that's deer size animal. Um, so those shots aren't uncommon, but it's it's a choice, just like, you know, making yeah. a choice for a rag or making, you know, or holding out for a, you know, 340. Um, it's mm -hmm. a choice. And I don't Yeah. For me, there's nothing wrong with with someone's choice mm -hmm. it, either way, especially if it's you know you can make the shot. And I'm not saying take a willy-nilly shot. Oh, my God, I, I can't shoot 70 yards, but he's in my sights, and I'm just going to fling one at him. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. Proficiency. It, 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 and that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's people, dudes, dudettes, working at that and really practicing and things and really knowing your, your skill set, right? Learning who you are as a shooter and how much you jitter and how much you 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 feel comfortable with and things right i mean jeff he, he, he's a stud the dude does it right i mean he he doesn't shortchange himself in his experience and and is well documented and, and 
And if he's comfortable with that, more more power to it. I think you Uh, said do's and you said do's and do's that I, I think women are better. I, there's, there's no ego. There's no macho involved in those decisions. Very true. I mean, what, what, I mean, here in Oregon, it's what 55 for compound bow and 50, I think for whatever it is. Uh, but as dudes here, for instance, we, we want to shoot, you know, faster, blah, 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 more pounds. I can pull 70 something, 80 something, blah, blah. I mean, back in the day, dude, look, <laughs> you didn't have that. Right. Right. 70 pounds. And bow. so that's it. So, so, and you're right. W- women, they may, some may be able to pull 70 pounds. Sure. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't, I haven't met a one yet, but I'm sure there, that there's a thing. And if, if there is, that's amazing and awesome, but you don't need that. And, and, and women are, let's just face it. Hey, I'm going to get a child for this. They're smarter. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, honestly, they, they just have a different brain than we do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's no think. ego. There's no macho involved with it, right? It's, yeah. it's you know, I'm not going to make that shot because I'm not comfortable with it. There's no thought into that, right? Where we would question our decision to stretch it out. Even five more. Oh, it's five more yards. We know that our our proficiency is at 70, but we're, we're, we might push that a little bit further just for the hope, right? I yeah, ain't hit yeah, the target at 80 yards, but I've hit it at 70. I think I can do this 76-yard shot. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, I, I've sent you pictures of a beaver. I was shooting this thing at 100, I think it was 115 or whatever it was. I mean, I castrated this thing a couple of times. Finally, I was able to find the group. I don't have a pin. I mean, I was just like kind of dialing my thing just to shoot. If 3D, it feels great to shoot 120 yards, whatever, because there's no harm, no foul. The only potential risk is losing an arrow, right? But that's 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 play. That's that's just expanding your your abilities for the sake of being able to zero down on that 40 yard and below. If it's 50, 50 is doable, of course. Yeah. But at least you're honing down your, your skill set and you're going, okay, I feel comfortable in the event that I'm hunting my butt off and all I got is a 50, 55, 50, 60 yard shot. Could I take it? Well, when you practice, the distance all of a sudden that grouping becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and and oh sorry i did that again <laughs> but you know <laughs> yeah but 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 that's what it comes down to right and, and 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 i mean who are we to say hey you you shouldn't you could you blah blah no we, we're all different and we're we all just kind of look at our deal and go hey this is what I'm comfortable. This is what is ethical according to my standards and my my skill set system. I, right? Well, I will I will judge you. I, I and I'm not going to be essay because I've said it before. I will judge you if you think that you're going to go. And I see it every year if you're going to go out to the range and it's you know three weeks, four weeks, two weeks before season, and 
you ain't drawing your bow back, but you know, some dude, some guys yeah. don't at all. Right. And they're willing to take that 70 yard shot. And it's like, dude, your groups on that target were atrocious. Yeah. Like you, you cannot go in the woods comfortable with that shot. Right. I mean that, that yeah. I will give people guff for, um, you know, none of my business, but especially if you're in my group, like that's not, it's not acceptable. I won't hunt with you. But you're doing it for the right reasons. So this is not about you and your body and, and your buddy. Let's, let's measure each other up, right? Let's see how good you are with this distance and me. No, this is about the ethical aspect of things because one, no one wants to see a limping elk in the woods or an elk that you shoot. You go, gosh, it's idiots, right? It's just not right. It's not fair to the animals. I mean, I, I mean, yes, it is hard to shoot an elk during archery season. Yes, I will, I will agree to that. But just because it's hard, you shouldn't take reckless risk. Yeah, risk. Risks, yep. Right? Yep. It, it just it, it makes it for an ugly thing, and then it goes back to one bad apple kills it for everyone else. I mean, it's it's hard enough as it is. Go out in the woods, people hating on hunters. One, two, archery hunters, right? Because the media, the news, all they do is it's not all, but they'll post what people can react to it more mm, emotional right? emotional emotional they, they pull on those heartstrings right which means all of a sudden now oh there's a deer with an uh, an arrow through the neck walking around like no big deal or idiots shooting ducks and geese and things or you know it, it, it just the list goes on you shouldn't talk about terrible. duck hunter waterfowl hunters like that <laughs> 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 but, but but it's true though. I mean, uh, honestly, it just it just goes well. Just because some idiots are out there doing their stupidity, that doesn't make ninety maybe ninety ninety five percent of the rest of us bad people, right? We're, and they we, we yeah. They don't we love it. We're right. They don't differentiate right poaching or idiots versus hunters, right? They don't. They don't make. They don't divide it they they set the appearance right they they set the appearance all look at you know deer walking around with hunter's arrow that's not a hunter that's a irresponsible poacher or some you know asshat that bought a bow that that thought it was funny to you know arrow whatever it was yeah well and that's what it is and all of a sudden archery hunters are bad or hunters are bad. I mean, it, it, and that's unfortunate. Kind of like when you go in the woods and all of a sudden you see garbage all over the place. You go, hmm. people can have their opinions. Obviously, they can go, hey, that was hunters and or campers. And all of a sudden the woods are shut down, blah, blah, blah. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's easy. It's called, it's called the media. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a rough one. I mean, and when you look at it, when you look at the approach that's taken, right, and it and it's a method of take thing, right? What's uh, you know, and and here they did it, and 
I want to say the nineties, early nineties with, with archery hunting, right? It, it's, you know, in their eyes, it's cruel and unusual. It's not swift, mm-hmm. fast and in a hurry, um, you know, like, like put a bullet into an animal. Um, there's a level of suffering. So they, they're going to look at trapping, right? It's, it's, it, it's becoming more and more a method of take approach um to stop ban limit etc etc so as we don't pay attention to those things or don't you know become more proficient or limit our you know limit our shots to 40 yards there's some guys that that batiste batiste man if as soon as i say 70 yards with a bow dude i get a phone call every single time and 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 i and i honestly he'll call me for this but i don't I don't have any problem with hearing it over and over and over. You know why? Because he believes in it, he stands for it, and he has a rational thought process as to why he believes that that 40-yard shot on that first shot, right, is where it should be at. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, Paul Medell. Paul Medell's the same way. I, I talked to Paul a couple months ago, and Paul says, hey, man, I pull my bow out in June or July, most times July and I shoot mm-hmm. up until season, but outside of that, I don't, but my shots come in over however many bulls that man has killed over the years. The average shot between him and his boy is 22 yards. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, and when you're they that season, a great collar behind them. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know, but I, I think that we have to be, that cognizant of it right for michael to call me every time he hears that dude i i absolutely love it i love it because he is not letting down he's cognizant of the ethics of it and he's like hey man what do you got you know what i mean and he'll know what i'm talking about right we know each other but it's it's the fact that he is going to continue that conversation and that's hugely important man hugely hugely important well, he, he sticks with his guns, right? And and that and that's that there's something to say about that integrity and, and sticking with the belief system that you kind of that, that you want to stick with, because that's your identity, right? That is your 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 persona. That is your people look at you and go, oh, yeah, no, he's in his value set, man. That's you know what I mean, it, it, yeah. And he and I have talked about it. I th- and I've said it a ton. I think, I think that that forty yard deal is a technology thing. I think you know bows were slower, or the tech wasn't as it was. I mean, look at look at rifles, right? You can you can take a factory rifle now and stretch it out past a thousand yards. Does that mean that you should be taking a shot at an animal at a thousand yards? Yeah. Probably not, right. right? But you can leave it in the woods. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, that that right there. That's the guy that goes out a week before to the range. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. The, the point is, you're right. It's it comes down to technology, and it comes down to really, I mean, what you're comfortable with. And and I mean, granted, you know, Batiz is like 75, so it makes yeah. sense that he's kind of used to that a little older technology, yeah. but. But you know what I mean. I, the, I, I the, get sinew, what you're the sinew on the string and arrow just doesn't uh, perform like our new fancy <laughs> stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if his bow had like 
three matches. <laughs> they're, adju- they're adjustable. If you light one up, it goes like this. You know, one is burning. <laughs> Shoot the burning one. That's that's his his uh, his uh, optics light. You know what's uh, funny though is is the tech is the tech side of that right. There's an ugly head of that too because I I think and and you know when I talked to Garrett and and Jim they they kind of talked about the woodsmanship part of things right and I think tech mm-hmm. has done a lot for taking the skill set and yeah. diminishing the requirement because of the tech right and and I think there's an overconfidence in that and then i think that tends to bite you in the butt right because not everything stays functioning perfectly all the time uh but i think with that there is a sense of overconfidence um because of all the tech you know that that is it's 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 bigger better faster stronger blah 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 and that's just it And, and and to be honest with you there's a lot to say obviously these companies these bow companies would not come out with all this new, you know, the, the new line and the new gadgets and new bows and speed and all. I mean, there's something to say about that. And unless you're kind of old school, you're going to hold on to that, right? And go like, no, this doesn't work. But the truth is, there's some validity of it to, to it, right? And, and, and people, it's evolution, right? We as hunters and people, we need to understand, hey, there's something to it technology and we're getting smarter and blah 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 that's just the nature of the beast we can't hold on to what used to work and what used to work still works still works don't get me wrong don't get me wrong that's not what i'm saying but uh, i'm just saying these these new bows the new technology they're out for a reason they people these companies spend thousands and thousands of dollars doing r&d Right, and stretching it out and pushing in this. Granted, yeah, you can you can spend money and make it like, hey, yeah, it's great. But if if you have a, a brand and a name, a reputation to you know to hide to hold to a higher expectation, you're going to do it right for the right reasons. Yeah, my well, and and I mean they have a market that they have to continually approve on, right? I mean, they're, they're a business for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, right, I don't need a bow. I, I don't need, uh, I have a, I have a speed that I like. I, I like the trajectory. Um, so I don't need a bow that is shooting 360 feet per second. It just, that is just not my gig, right? <laughs> um, it gives I'm, me anxiety. Yeah, I'm still in the in that 270 range. I I enjoy the trajectory down at you know 273, 275. Um, I actually just bought my first 80 pound bow, and I wanted to run a heavier arrow. Well, running a heavier arrow uh, mm-hmm. on my 70 pound bow with what I wanted to see in weight because of all the elk hunting, um, it was. It, it, it took away from what I like to see in my trajectory. So yeah. I upped it. I was able to up my weight. Uh, I'm still shooting 
273, right? Both my bows shoot the same trajectory, 273. I can, you know, I know what it looks like. And when you're yeah. in, in the, some of that, you know, thick stuff, I know what I can thread and what I can't <laughs> thread. And and that was the yeah. point for me, right? I'm just, that's what I've shot for years is right in that speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I just, yeah, some of it... There's a marketing aspect to it. Um, sure, I think there's a balance between, you know, all the all the attributes, right? And and there's there's got to be a balance to it, and we gotta we have to yeah. understand that uh, when we're that's behind it. it. Yeah, and, and that's it. I mean, it, it's comfort and it's feel and things. I mean, I I just went down what 20, 25 grain on my arrow. I was. 495 I went to 490 you know 470 or whatever it is and that's it just because I wanted to gain a little bit more speed but it, it's it's all it's all up to you and and that's it and it's feel and as long as it's ethical and as long as you know it's going to do the damage that you want it to do for the sake of the animal and, and, and your experience and things. I mean, he wants to spend six, seven hours looking for an animal, right? Dude, no one. That, that gut wrenching. That that sucks. Right? I've done it once. But, by the time you get there, it may or may not be there, right? As we know, and, and that's just it, right? I mean, obviously, arrow placement is huge, and and the area and how the traffic, blah, blah. I mean, the list goes on. But at the end of the day, as long as you feel good about what you're doing and what you're shooting, and this isn't about what social media is putting out for people, right? Then then that's it. Then you're doing your thing because of your reasons. And, and, and that's what makes it valid. That's what makes it right. And that's what makes it... Uh, I guess powerful and valuable to you is it's, you're doing it for your reasons, not anybody else's. Yeah, what works for you, Nate, it don't necessarily work for for Freddie, and don't necessarily no, work for me. I agree, and that that's it. That is, I think that's the foundation of our experience in our what we want to do, what we go out and do, and things. Um, I tell you what, though, buddy, I wish. I didn't have to work in September. Be a happier man. Man, so how's that looking? Because you got you just kind of got back to regular life with everything. It's every year is is the same routine, dude. I like I said, I'm I have eight ten years left, and I just hope my legs can hold for that long and be able to (laughs) just go out and do what I do, uh, and be able to go out and climb a mountain or two. And I wish I could have the entire month of September or take two weeks off in September, late September, ideally. What, uh, the season start, what, this year for you guys? 24th late of August? August. 24th or 26th, I, I don't know. I, I get depressed because, <laughs> well, I go back to work. You know, I have June 18th is my last day to work. And then I'm off. Then I work on, you know, the houses and stuff, blah, blah. But then I go back late August and it's... Elk season. The heck? 
yeah, it, it's brutal. I, I do know that, you know, I, I sent my resume to a couple people <laughs> as a joke. I haven't tried a third person, but maybe I will. It, it's more of a joke, you know, because it includes all the bennies and all the till days some, off. Until somebody bites and you're hunting for three weeks in September. <laughs> oh, uh, I say, okay, so I want the entire month of September. I want summers off. Spring break, winter break off. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, PERS, 401k, retirement, sick days, personal days, all the holidays. I mean, it sounds like you're a teacher almost. You want your cake and eat it too, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah. Don't we all, dude? This is the new era. This is the new way. But, but I, I mean, I'm really sick and I'll, you know, eventually I'll have my time off and, you know, I wish I could, you know, be like you and just go to Colorado, Wyoming, Arizona, blah, 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 Mexico, if you want to. That would be kind of fun. But, but anyway, I get it, buddy. I, I just can't do it. The only way I can do it is, is uh, either change professions or take a leave of absence for a couple of weeks. And who wants to do that? I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Raising my hand. <laughs> well, shoot, man. Um, so drop where they can find the GC um, before we get off of here. And uh, if they want to reach out and learn a little more. Or... Well, I, I tell you what, if they want to learn a little more, they can call God. They can reach out to you. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously the GC is it's 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 all online in a few places not very many but you know go hunt obviously uh black always carries in g4 archery does uh, you have it on your side which is amazing dude i love that uh but that's what you get for, for being a, a a staffer if you will with the pink gc <laughs> bro staff but the, yeah exactly brother but but the thing is, is it's you know the GC will be available. It's I don't sell direct only because I don't I, I I can't do that. Anytime I get an email or message or whatever, I just redirect them to people, and I treat everyone the same way. But I will say that GC holler, dude, it it's coming your way. Heck yeah! It's Appreciate not going to have it's not going to have this the G four, but you can put your little. Oh yeah, you lip. yeah. You put your mouth read in there, and then you can remove the 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 linear, right? The string. If you don't want that, you just strap it onto your back, which is kind of cool. Straps onto your mm. your pat pat, if you will, right? Or your bino harness. harness. I put it on my bino harness because oftentimes I just remove my 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 pack. And I just go with my pack. I always keep my vinyl harness regardless because I can, I have my wind checker, which you'll probably go through seven bottles every hunting season <laughs> or Thir weekend. Thir 13 last year. <laughs> That's issues, dude, but whatever. That's a different topic. But, 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 but I mean, that's what keeps you alive, right? Uh, but you can strap it onto your vinyl harness or your, your, your backpack, if you will. I mean, there's so many ways. It's been kind of good. We had the Portland show. We sold out within two days. Okay. We had to take names and things. And now we're just, 
you know, they get, they, they're getting orders and things. And so we just said, Hey, we're, we're just going to keep doing this for a bit. And, and but it's kind of cool because think about it, man. I mean, you can't repeat this, but inside the GZ hauler, there's a little knob, if you will, aluminum. If you were to remove that, you can strap this onto your big tube. Huh. Why yeah. are you going, sh- we're recording. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, so you can, you can remove this. So the G, I mean, it, it's designed so the GC stands up high, right? You can just slide it in or out. Oh, damn. Ah. Yeah. But if you remove this, then if you have one of those big, big, big tubes that you people like, they can strap onto their handle part. They can still have a read. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't hear that from me. Anyway, it's just it's just another thing, dude. But but the bottom line is that the GC hauler is great. Everything, of course. I, I will push for that. I have to. But the GC is where it's at. Honestly, that's what it comes out to. Do you have a diaphragm uh, there? I, I I do. Let's let's get a let's get a a, a, a toot or two with and without. Okay. Well, I hope I can call something. I, I I never done this before. There's a there's a few little calls that are coming out that I tell you what, buddy. Here we go. So okay, now go do the same thing without. Without. There you go. I mean, there is an amplification like you wouldn't believe. And I'm, I'm blowing the same sort of way, the same... Same, same pressure. pressure. Same everything. Look. There, that that was good, yeah. You could really see, hear it there. Yeah. Okay. can see the amplification when i talk about solo hunters you know relentless hunter will love this he's got a gc anyway but oh again we can bugle we can chuckle and do everything and of course kyle any which way you want it. Any read, turkey, child, elk, whatever. Avelina. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm going to look, I'm gonna look send, on Trent's page. I, I, I got to send you that video, dude. The, the dude just puts it in and he just starts, you know, they make a funky little sound. It's like, a, it, it, it is the weirdest thing. But I'm like, huh. in fact, I was just talking to him because I, I, I want to go do a little hunt in Arizona. It's like, well, if you want to put, if you want to go hunt deer there, but you can also hunt javelina, you got to put in before the end of next week, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
No one has you guys to schedule. I don't know what I don't know what you guys do for a living or what your situation is, but I, I don't have that. You just gotta you just you have to take it. It's a choice. That's what I was saying earlier. It's a choice. You just you just say I'm doing and you go do. I mean that's it, you know? Uh, uh, that's that's what I did. That's what I'm doing. I have a oh, choice. Yeah. You yeah. only live well, once. This is true. You only live but once. But again, again, buddy, you can bugle, you can chuckle, you can bark, you can cow call, you can mute, you can do lip ball, you name it. You know what it is? It's a mighty little tool. <laughs> it's a game changer, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, bendable products. Go Hunt, Black Ovis, G4. Black Ovis, yeah. G4, and then WesternContours.com. West Contours. Yeah. But, you know, you're, 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 uh, I don't push you're a the pro store. staffer, so. Yeah, I don't push I get the it, store. buddy. I, I, I get it, but I, I do send people your way. And you know what? Bottom line is, buddy, if people are, are going to buy into the idea, they're going to do it for the right reasons, Right. And if, if they don't, then they don't. And that's okay. You know, we all have our interests and our preference. And I always say archery hunters, we're all poodles, right? That's a reality. We, we like our stuff. We like our brands. We like our specific look and items. And that's okay. I just, I just happen to come up with an item that works for me, that works for the practicality and we're going less weight, less bulk, all that, especially as we go and start doing backcountry hunts and blah blah blah. That's it. Slingshot That's it. slingshot backcountry. <laughs> hey, I tell you what Steve Steve and I went did that backcountry deal. I shot a little bird. That was the deal maker. Not the game changer or the meal maker. That was a deal maker. I mean, honestly, I'm telling you, we shot a bird, took the feathers, used that to create a fly. We got dinner. That's awesome. Anyway. That, yeah, that you guys even did that, man. Folks stepping out of the comfort zone. All right. That I'll dude let you. is dangerous. <laughs> I'll dangerous. let you go, Stay brother. Away. I appreciate the All time, right, man. I'll uh, I'll hit you up tomorrow or the next day or something. Shoot the, shoot the mess with you. Anytime, buddy. You know, me Costa, Sukasa. Yeah, be good. Brother. I'll talk to you, man. All right, be good. Later, bro. Later, brother. Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down.